it is completely underestimated how much influence our thoughts have or our thought habits have over our lives. Now, if you were to have a look and assess where you are in your life at the moment and then look at your thoughts, you will see that wherever you are in your life has come from your thoughts. I truly believe we create our world from our thoughts, from the inside out. And that's what I want to talk about in today's visit to the self-improvement room. Hey, I'm Christy Davis. Welcome to another episode. In fact, number 22, the 22nd visit to the self-improvement room. I am always excited to be talking about this stuff because well, it saved my life, it changed my life, and I live by it every single day. I talk about only the things that I have experienced firsthand or I have a lot of experience in working with people that have these struggles, that experience these issues. So today I'm going to break down why our thought habit is so incredibly important and how we can change the habits that we have built around our thoughts. Now, thought, I never used to understand that this was so important, but when I look back at my thought process, I can understand why I was where I was for so many years. Our thoughts have a profound impact on our overall mindset. They shape our values and our beliefs and even our perception of ourselves. And sometimes, or even a lot of the time, negative thought habits can lead us to develop a false idea of who we are. And that almost always results in feelings of worthlessness, which then leads to issues in mental health, issues with self-worth. And today I want to explore how those habits influence our mindset and our self-perception. And I want to give you three strategies to help you retrain your brain for cultivating positivity, not toxic positivity, just a positivity bias. And I want to give you a strategy for building better thought habits and also understanding and managing the thoughts that you are having. So let's jump into the first strategy of retraining your brain and embracing what I call positivity bias. So it's kind of like glass half full type of person. Our brains are highly adaptable. We didn't always know that, but science has come a long way and they now understand that our brains are highly adaptable or malleable and we can actively rewire them to focus on well, whatever we want to focus on, but pay attention and redirecting our thoughts to the positive aspects in life. Now, this involves consciously seeking out the good. Even in challenging situations, you must work on reframing negative thoughts into more positive or more constructive ones. By embracing a positivity bias, it will help you shift your overall mindset, which leads to being more optimistic and it leads to a better self-perception. And it wasn't until I started 
retraining my thought habits every single day that I started to really understand what I was doing to my own brain just by thinking about things that I didn't need to think about. I didn't need to feel the way that I was feeling. I guess I had just become accustomed to a certain process of thoughts. Changing your habit for anything is difficult, especially if it's a habit you enjoy or it's a habit that is so ingrained that it has become who you are. And because we've been living with our thoughts since we were born, there's a really good chance that our habits around our thought process or our thought processes is really ingrained. And that is why it takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication and commitment to changing the way that you think. And I know because it took me quite a significant amount of time to understand, firstly, how important it was. I didn't have somebody to tell me. Back then, podcasts weren't around. Uh, Social media was, but not very much. So I didn't know to even look into this stuff. So it's only been along the way, along my journey, that uh, I've put all of the pieces together. And I'm giving you this information now to make your journey easier and quicker. So to break down those thought habits, you first have to pay attention to what you're thinking because a lot of the time we just go off on a tangent because we're not in the driver's seat. So you need to stop every time you have a particular thought that you realize makes you feel bad or doesn't make you feel very good. And you need to ask yourself, why are you thinking this? Is there another thought that you can replace that with? Do I need to be thinking about this particular thing because it makes me feel this way. I want to feel this way. What can I think about that's going to make me feel that way? And that is a process that you need to start taking on board every single day. So that brings me to building positive thought habits. So I like to use the term thought habits because I really believe that our thought processes A lot of them are just habitual and they are patterns and automatic responses that our minds tend to follow when we jump out of the driver's seat, which is generally very early on in life. Building positive habits involves replacing the negative thoughts and the self-defeating thoughts and the thoughts that don't make you feel great with more positive and more empowering thoughts. So as I said, you need to start becoming aware of your negative thought patterns and start challenging them. This is really good if you're a parent as well to encourage your children to do the same thing. When a negative thought arises, you have to consciously replace it with either a positive affirmation, which can be hard to begin with if you're not overly positive in general, or which will be a little easier for you if you are in that negative mindset, a more constructive perspective. So instead of trying to go from negative to positive, (laughs) just start with constructive. So is this perspective helping me? Is this really the way I see things? Is this really the way things are? Take a step back and judge that for yourself in a non-biased way which is hard to do. But if you can start looking at your perspectives and 
breaking down your thought habits and mindsets from a perspective that is not biased and not full of self-hate, then that is going to always move you forward. With consistent practice, these positive or more constructive thought habits will move to positive thought habits and they'll become more automatic and that will lead to an improved mindset and a stronger sense of self-worth. And lastly, managing and understanding your thoughts. By developing a deeper understanding of your thoughts, you are able to transform your mindset and your self-perception. Take time to observe your thoughts without judgment and become aware of the reoccurring negative patterns. Ask yourself again whether these thoughts align with your values and your beliefs or are they based on inaccurate perceptions? Practice self-compassion and challenge negative thoughts, negative self-talk by actively questioning the validity of the thoughts. So are these thoughts valid? Like I said in the last Building Positive Thought Habits, are these thoughts valid? Are they just my opinion or are they valid? Replace self-limiting beliefs with empowering ones that support your personal growth and your well-being. As I said, I've been through the journey and continue to go through the journey myself every single day. I listen to my thought habits I listen to what I'm saying to myself over and over and I'll be honest, sometimes it's really hard to get out of the thought pattern that you create. And there are other times where I'll have a thought pattern that I don't even realize I have until it becomes a problem. And even then, sometimes somebody else might have to point it out because I haven't realized that I've had this consistent thought pattern, this consistent thought habit. And as I've said in previous episodes, these thoughts put me in my mental prison. They put me in thought handcuffs and I was allowing them to destroy my life. I was allowing them to destroy everything that I was trying to build because, again, my thoughts are just perception. Because words are just words until you filter them through your own lens and that's what creates feelings And feelings create your habits and habits create your values and your values create your beliefs. And in turn, all of that creates your mindset and who you are as a person. So who you are as a person, if you draw the line all the way back, comes from your thought habits, comes directly from what you think on a consistent basis. And that is how you can change your overall mindset. So people say, you know, you've just got to think positively. Well, yes and no. Like I said, if you're having a pretty shitty day every single day and you're feeling negative all of the time, you can't just wake up and feel positive. It just, it doesn't work like that. It is too much of a jump. But what you can do is be a little more constructive and break down your thought habits each day and say to yourself, how can I think about this differently? How can I reframe this? What new thought can I give this situation? What new thought is going to have a better impact on my life than the current one? And sometimes 
We like to be stuck in bad thought habits. We like to think poorly. We like to have that drama, feel like nothing's going on in our life. But if you start to create your life and what I mean by that is if you start to set out goals and plans, actionable plans and steps to reach those goals and put those plans in place, then you will start to feel better and you will need less of those poor thoughts. You won't feel as negative. Therefore, the thought patterns may start to be a little more constructive and then they'll go from constructive to eventually positive. Again, it has to be a habit. So just as negative thoughts can be habitual, so can positive thoughts. Our thought habits play a significant role in shaping our mindset, values, beliefs and our self-perception. Negative thought patterns can lead to that false conception of who we are and again, that really fosters those feelings of worthlessness. You have the power to shape your thoughts. You have the power to change your life. Nobody else does. Nobody else can make you feel a certain way. Even if they're horrible to you, even if they mistreat you, even if they are always consistently telling you the same thing over and over again. At the end of the day, it is your choice to listen. It is your choice to filter it through your lens and perceive it through your value system. That's your choice. You can also choose to change your lens, to change your perception, to change the way you perceive situations, the way you perceive interactions. But the only way to do that is to put the work in. And if you have children especially, this is something that you should really be taking the time to do because they watch you and they, trust me, they pick up on your patterns. I have taught thousands actually. I've taught thousands of kids over the last almost 22 years and the patterns that I see coming from their parents, which then come from the grandparents and all of the way back throughout history, throughout our family history, we are creating these same patterns throughout the next generations. It's up to us to break these thought habits. It's up to us to create new habits, more positive habits, so that our kids don't have to go through the same life that we do, if that is if we're unhappy with our life, but they don't have to develop the same habits that we do. They should know this stuff. They should teach this stuff in school. They don't though. So it's our job as parents to teach our children, not only by just telling them, but by showing them that you can create your own happiness. You can create your own positivity. You can create your own perception of everything that is happening. And sometimes I really need to hear those words for myself because sometimes it is still really hard to do but it's necessary it is necessary for personal growth it is necessary for being the best version of yourself all right I talk about thought habit all the time because I know how much it impacts my life and I know how much it impacts everybody's life and at the end of the day that's all everything is 
It all comes from thought. And I guess the best thing is we all have control over that. We can all do something about our own thoughts. All right. I hope that's helpful for you. This week we have a question in regards to last week's episode, I believe. And last week's episode, which was number 21, was all about negative or toxic bosses. They also need to change their mindsets. So I have a question here. And when you guys send in your questions, I keep them anonymous to respect your privacy. So if you have a question about this episode or any other episode or any personal development mindset questions, you can send them in. I will leave the link in the show notes below for you. And all you got to do is click the button. It'll take you to a page where you leave your question and then I will answer it on the show. Now, this week's question is from last week's show, Toxic Bosses. And again, my advice is just that. It's just my opinion. It's not a professional or medical opinion. So if you feel like you need professional help or advice, make sure you do see a professional. Now, this question is, my boss is consistently rude to everybody in the office except me. I don't know what I'm doing differently and the rest of my co-workers are looking at me like I am a problem. Oh, (laughs) well... I guess whatever you're doing with your boss is what you need to do with your co-workers because if your boss is annoyed with everybody else except you, then clearly you're doing something right. Now, it could be the office culture where they just don't like the person that the boss likes or it could be something that you are doing. Either way, you will need to assess how you're treating your boss and why your boss is treating you well. And if you're not doing anything wrong or disrespectful, especially to your co-workers, then adopt that same strategy and try it with your co-workers. If that doesn't work, then all you can do is remain professional, which is what we said in last week's episode. Do your job, be professional, be nice, be positive. And generally speaking, it's pretty hard to be rude to somebody that is nice, that is just nice to be around. So really bring up your mood, really try to make the office culture harmonious and things will slowly but surely change for you. I hope that uh, that little piece of advice is helpful for you and uh, let us know. Let us know how you go in a few months' time. Let us know if it changes for you. All right, enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for joining me, Christy Davis, in the self-improvement room for the 22nd visit. I look forward to seeing you or speaking to you next week. Until then, stay safe and stay well.